evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Thunderdome Metal Reviews. Tonight we're going to the murder basements of Manchester with Ingested's November 2022 album, Ashes Lie Still. Uh, as always, for better or for worse, I am David Pizzo, here with you from Regensburg. And with me also, as always, I would say for better, are Ben, Gabe, and Tracy from various locations around the globe. How are you gentlemen this very chilly December evening? pretty good just gonna form some hollow words tonight to talk about this album mm -hmm. i'm thinking that after i heard this you'll never learn david I, ah, that's a fair assertion uh, i mean sometimes you just need death battle to be brutal um almost slammy almost slammy or, no or death core death core yeah a bit tacky you know but so it's, it's very it's very deathcore. Like that's if I was like, if I could put one genre on it, it's deathcore. Which I'm not usually into, but I kind of like this. But let's get some uh, technical details, and then we can talk about why I picked it and what it is, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Certainly, this is the sixth studio album by Ingested. Ashes Lie Still, released on November fourth of two thousand and twenty-two on Metal Blade Records, has a runtime of forty-eight minutes and eleven seconds. The lineup for this band is Lynn Jeffs on drums, Sean Hines on guitars and vocals backing, Jay Evans on full vocals. There are some guest musicians they brought in, uh, Julia Frau to do clean vocals, Sven DeCaru, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, to do some additional vocals, and Matthew K. Heffy. Uh, did vocals on track seven. Dom Grimmord, who is not a band member, at least was not at the time of recording, played the bass on this. And it was engineered by Don Grimmard. So, thank you. Um, why did I pick this? It's an album. So November, as we discussed when we talk about Disturbers, a little bit thin compared to some other months in 2022 where we had trouble picking just one. Um, but I read a little bit about this band. I was like, oh, shit. One, we haven't done a whole lot of English death metal. I would say Carcass. We haven't even done Napalm Death yet, have we? We haven't done any Napalm, Napalm yeah, we, Death. We, we did Bolt Thrower, of there's course. Been two Bolt Thrower albums. But that's not a lot, given the amount of death metal England puts Correct. out. Yeah, so I thought it was time to pivot to this band. I listened to their... I think uh, I think it was Level Above Human, maybe, is what I popped in. Anyway, I played like an earlier album. I was like, this is pretty cool. And I don't usually like deathcore, per se, because you know how I feel about hardcore sometimes. Though I've come around on that some, I think, because of the podcast. I think I like this more now than I would have five years ago. You're welcome. It, you're, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I mean, the Boston Public Schools <laughs> got to me. You know, it's, it's, no, I know how it happened, Cape, and I will, I will credit you there. Um, but I also like tech death, as, even though we pretended it wasn't my genre, so crazy could sneak an album in. Um, and so, uh, I don't know, I was into this. I thought it was pretty cool. It was indeed brutal. I mean, it was probably the heaviest thing. I don't know, we can talk about Strychnos is heavy in its own way. That's an album we're reviewing later. But this was, especially going from Disturbed to this and then to Devin Townsend, this was so oh, heavy. Wow, yeah, it was Whiplash, dude. Right, like this, it was like a butt metal, whatever, <laughs> vanity metal sandwich, like with this in the middle, just <laughs> choking you. And I think we just, we rolled the pendulum this weekend. We did, but I, I don't know, I, I, I ended up, um, and again, I don't know this band super well, I feel like I should. Uh, I thought it was a, a kind of a cool thing, even though, as I said, I, I think the, you know, they do remind me a bit of Kublai Khan or some of these other, you know, sort of deathcore bands, but I, I, I was into this. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was 
when I first saw it, I was like, David, what did you pick for us? And I was like, here's some death metal. And I got into it and I was like, all right, I'm here for this. I can do this. I'm ready for it. I was thoroughly happy with the song because it it wasn't it was much more deathcore, so it had the hardcore sure. breakdown parts to it. Then you it's got a lot of tech elements thrown on top of it too. Totally. And I think there's something like the guest artists when they come in add a nice touch to them as well. And I am kind of in favor towards Matthew Hafey. And I think that this album does a lot of good th- things right, in my opinion. And it wasn't totally in the toilet. Like I know, because I know sometimes death metal strikes you as just like a wall of insanity and it's hard to even know where to grab it. But it, it's like that if like Blood Red Thon was where it's just like, here's mm-hmm. pure death metal. That's all it is, is death metal. It's kind of, I don't know. But then it's like, here's werewolves. That's kind of like, edging on the brutal extreme side of it that just a little bit of insanity here and then you have this here where i think also part of the drums in this because it's yes. such like they got like that machine gun sound drum style going on through most of the album and it's just like okay I, I thought of the werewolves comparison of course because i'm an asshole and i really like werewolves and this reminded me a little bit of that but i'll shut up i know gabe has gone deep in the death metal cave and probably has some complicated opinions about this album well, you're right that I do have a complicated opinion about it. I mean, I, it was tough for me to wrap my head around this one. Like, I didn't really know whether it was brutal death metal, whether it was deathcore. But I think I now understand why this doesn't appeal to me, like, at first. Like, or just, like, per se. It doesn't necessarily, like, you know, uh, float my boat. I think it's because um, it tends to feel formulaic. Um, the breakdowns are one part the double kick rolls that are just like all over the place um it starts to feel like it's a little bit like programmed and i think that the technical aspects are really cool like especially in the guitar playing um the tempo changes really appeal to me uh but the vocals surprisingly are not my favorite to put it mildly it sounds more like brutal death metal vocals to me which are just like i don't know it it reminds me actually of the vocals from arch spire um and which tracy and i like a fair amount yeah so. like, well no that guy's vocals are cool but um and it, and they take some of that technicality too um but they add the song structures from the fucking corpse grinder record like do you know what i'm talking about because that record was super super oh, like totally metalcore totally. right uh-huh um so that combination was a little bit weird for me like i i enjoyed stuff on here but i just think like the I don't know. This the style didn't appeal to me as immediately as I thought it would. But I'm still willing to bet you would put this in before you would put in disturbed. Oh, I mean, and you would, you would, win, <laughs> you would win that bet like many times over. <laughs> so that's not, I mean, it's not even like that much competition either. It's just like this is so technical. That's not, you know what I mean? It's yeah, they're just very loosely in the same big metal tent. Um, Gabe said everything much more eloquently than I would have about this album. So I will just say that uh, with the one difference being, I actually really enjoy, I mean, it was formulaic, I agree with, but I enjoyed the formula. Um, musically, I, I found the, the songs very entertaining. Vocals, hmm. you know, the guest vocals did help out, as as Tracy said, but like the main vocalist, I was just like, come on, dude, do something a little different. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> you know so um 
that, that is what it, and I had no prior experience with this band. I'd never heard of them. I was like, oh, who are these ingested dudes from the UK? Um, there is enough here that makes me want to listen to something else of theirs. So hopefully we might circle back around to them at some point. I but think I want to. I, you know, I was like, oh, cool. UK death. And I'm a huge boat thrower guy like Carcass. Uh, so I was uh, a little disappointed. This, is, this isn't role. that. For it sure. is not. It is definitely not that. It's and, not that. And, you know, this is a band. Let me double check here. It, a three, they're a three-piece, which... Well, and they've only been around since 2007, and fucking Boat Thrower started in, like, the 80s. So, I mean, no, come totally. on. We're, we're, it's a completely different generation, and Arcus I'm the as well. guy out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're from the early 2000s. And, but I think the sound they put out on here is pretty big for a three-piece. Oh, no, totally. It is. It is. It's it's a big wall of sound that goes very well together, and I don't know how much of that is Studio Wizardry or just, like... The cult of Motorhead, which I'm sure is even stronger in the UK than it is. Oh here. my God, yes, no, totally. Yeah. I, it does make me wonder how much layer guitars I did have to do in the studio to kind of get some of this sound. And I wonder if they uh, do have like a touring guitarist with them. Just to... I'm, I'm here for it. Whatever they did, they yeah. had another guitarist until 19. So probably to an extent, but I mean, yeah, I mean, this thing is this thing's a banger. Like I got a friend that's like 100% deathcore, and I'm like. He definitely dig into this album. He just like, yes, more of it, please. Yeah, it's not a genre genre I usually like, but I guess Boston Public School curriculum contaminated me, and now because you know I actually liked Kubla Khan when we listened to it, so yeah, my taste has yeah. definitely evolved. I, a bit. I uh, it's I started with that Job for a Cowboy album, that Blast. That's what did it. Well, mm-hmm. see, that's it. I hated Job for a Cowboy, <laughs> but I love Kubla Khan. Yeah, so it's sure. it's it's very and this like. It's probably, in my opinion, closer to Job for a Cowboy than it is Kublai Khan, but um, still preferable to the, Not for a cowboy. Uh, than Job for a Cowboy, yeah. Speaking of questionable politics. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I was pleased. Uh, I think it's a band we should return to. Um, sounds like it ticked some boxes, so it doesn't sound like it was a total bust. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd definitely be interested to hear some of the earlier work. We can do that. Just to see how it does. Uh, any other general things about this album? Not that I can think of. Man, their album covers, if you if you look back at them, they're, they're intense. They're intense. Good shit. Well, well uh, so, I will say yeah, that uh, this album cover, I mean, I think it is kind of cool, but it was a very Tracy album cover. It was, and different than <laughs> what the actual album sounded like. Yeah. Unlike some of the previous ones, like if you look at the one with Cthulhu and a throne or whatever that melted thing is at the end of a staircase or Venus flytraps ripping your nuts off or I'm melting, I guess, or Optician 2, The Reckoning. Anyway, uh, some intention on some of these older albums. Piles of Corpses Impaled from 2015. Anyway, should I talk about songs? Sure, I'm ready for them. Yeah. I, I I liked pretty much all of these. To me, forty eight minutes isn't too long. I know it probably was a little long for Ben, but uh, yeah, no drink. I'm just going to drink coffee soundly because it's you know five in the morning, indeed. But I really liked much liked all of these. Uh, one of the few things, so it is a bit formulaic, but you know, one song will go to the next to the next. It opens strong, strong in the middle. Scratch the vein, which was I guess the real last track. Though mine also had an eleventh one. That creepy intro thing. It doesn't help that I've watched a bunch of 
you know, real crime stuff on Netflix, including something about the Yorkshire Ripper. So this was giving very strong uh, true crime vibes. But, uh, you know, I liked this whole album. It was fun. Uh, for the record, I don't think that this felt that long. I have 48 minutes. That's good. Uh, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, I think it, the opener and the Real Closer, because I, too, I think, listened to their uh, remix of Rebirth, which I guess must have been on a different album because it's not on this one. I don't know. Anyway, um, Asher's Lie Still, I thought was a pretty good opener. Scratch the Vein, I thought was a pretty good closer um, with Broken Wings from Hollow Words. So um, about every other track or so I thought was really good. And the rest of them, again, musically, I really enjoyed every track, despite the formulaic. It was just the vocals would I'd be like, hell yeah, this is kicking ass. And the vocals would come in and be like, God damn it. So. <laughs> Well, sorry to hear that about it, Ben, but much more. Um, go along for the ride with them on all the tracks and her bangers. Even the Rebirth remix, I think it's a solid one. Um, but if I had to pull some off of here, it was like everybody else Ashes Lie Still, um, Tides of Glass from Hollow Words, All I've Lost, Echoes of Hate, Scratch the Vein. I mean, it's it's banger after banger. Yeah, so I liked most of the tracks that Ben mentioned. I would just want to shout out a couple that weren't um, specifically mentioned yet. One being uh, Tides of Glass, which I think gets fairly close to cavernous death metal while still being this creepy, like, brutal death metal. And also uh, Echoes of Hate, which is just full of riffs, and um, it kicks ass. For sure. Sweet. Well, this went better than I thought it might. It's hard to say. Man, that font, totally illegible. <laughs> Their name. I'm just looking at. That's the bar for you. you yes, read... and I can't. I couldn't read it. <laughs> if you can't read their name, they do hit David's heaviness yeah. level. Yeah, that's how you know you're not a poser. If you're <laughs> serious. No, totally. Uh, grades, I guess. Yep. I thought this was a lot of fun. It was cool. Uh, it didn't really used to be my genre, but I do like tech death, regardless of what I had to pretend for that one blast. Uh, I'm going to give this a high B plus and give this an 89. And I do want to hear more from Justin. Well, I guess I could jump in. Oh, go ahead. I'm just going to come in just a little bit above you. I'm going to just A minus at a 91. I'm going to come in just a little bit below David at a B. Um, I think this is solid. It's It's all right. It's not my favorite, but I don't mind it. I'm going to come in just a little bit below Gabe and give it a B minus. Um, the cast music, kind of shitty vocals. Like that was, I put us at a high B, Tracy. 87, B. so yeah. Yeah, B plus. Yeah. The lowest B plus. It is. Well, sweet. I would buy this. This is cool. I would too. This album cover, especially. Anyway, yeah, I would get this album. This is fun. Nah, I don't think I would. That's fair. I'd get a couple of the, the singles that I like. Yeah, I mean, I would pull off some of the tracks and put on a playlist, but I don't really need to buy the album. Noise. Well, that was interested, and we'll do more at some point. Yep. Speaking of doing more, Tracy, what in God's name are we inflicting on ourselves next? Well, gentlemen, I figured Ingested was a little bit on the heavy side, so I wanted to come back around and bring us something not heavy. <laughs> you did that. Yes. He, he brought us an album full of lullabies. And it's Devin Townsend's newest release in Lightwork. Tune in next time to see how much everybody but me hated it.
on Thunderdome Metal Reviews. <laughs>